You're listening to the Knott's DJ Khaled Show. DJ Khaled! Just the remix! Yeah. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money yeah. on my mind, I can never right. get enough. We never be in Khaled do the remix. Everybody hands hey. on. Live from my parked car on the side of the road, welcome to the Non-DJ Khaled Show. I'm your host, DJ Khalil, and although I may also be a large Palestinian goofball, I'm honestly sick and tired of being called and compared to Khaled. Hey, that's no disrespect to him either. I just want to be me, an open format DJ, a non-profit CEO, a friend to many, and to some, a foe. With that said, let's get straight to the show. Alright folks, I am joined by a retired pro wrestler, a current bodybuilder, and an avid comic nerd. Please <laughs> welcome Elvis Estrada. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that made me sound yeah. way more important than I am. I appreciate it. Oh that. man. It's so funny that I get to talk to my friends who I'm actually close with. But how do we how do we originally meet? I think we were like friends on uh AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> we, were, we were enemies on AOL Instant Messenger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, I guess you and like your friends had like some type of like app. Like it, it was like a way ahead of its time. It would just like punch you off. <laughs> instant messenger and like we <laughs> yeah we had a bunch of like hacking apps that we would use and one of them was an aol instant messenger app <laughs> Bro, you i would online. get so mad i would have to like block all these accounts <laughs> and i was like if i ever see you bro you're dead and i remember seeing you at the mall and i was like oh this guy's actually pretty funny <laughs> and then, like years later, I don't know how I just invited you to like a haunted house in Philly, and you came along. Man. Yeah, that was truly yeah. random. Yeah, that was so crazy. And uh, yeah, man, we've been friends ever since. Uh, yeah. I wanted to ask you right off the bat. I know you're big into comics right now. Yeah, yeah. Some of the first things I ever saw were comic books through my father. Mm-hmm. So, um, like Batman, X Men. He would give me. He would buy doubles of the comics he collected and give me them, and I'd basically just tear them up and look at the pictures because I was like three. But <laughs> so I mean, once I started to read, I started to actually collect on my own, and I started to get into them. And then I kind of fell out of it because of pro wrestling, which kind of leads to us becoming friends so like 97 <laughs> attitude era like that was when i i got out of comics and i got uh-huh. and that was you know it wasn't necessarily because it was the cool thing i think i just grew up a little bit and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at that time marvel and dc just wasn't that good anymore like they weren't putting out stuff that was yeah of higher quality and they kind of fell yeah. off and yeah um, I, I remember like the the dc and marvel like the collection cards in like the 90s those yeah. were a big thing like to get a hologram and stuff people would go yeah. nuts over that yeah i um, have those still i rebought them recently so oh man are they are they actually worth anything some of them are the 90s ones not so much because they were mass produced because so many people bought them but what happened with that was they had like the comic boom and that was a part of it and everybody started buying comics and those were all mass produced which is why they're not worth anything now uh, <laughs> um and then crazy. boom kind of i guess like it bottomed out the industry mm. and everybody just all stopped buying comics at once in like 96 97 yeah so i and, know like for baseball cards there was like a bubble that popped like it just yeah. all turned out to be bs and like nothing was worth nothing yeah. like, that's exactly what it was yeah so yeah. so it's funny because like the comics that end up being worth money are the ones that are lower print or that just aren't available anymore due to mm. being destroyed like the old ones mm. um 
so but yeah i feel like we were all aware of that in the 90s and then wrestling coincidentally became popular around the time that comics died mm-hmm. so kind of brings me into that so then i get into really into wrestling but in the back of my head kind of back to what you asked like i always wanted to collect and i always wanted to like read the actual comics because i mostly mm-hmm. i read in pieces and then the old ones i couldn't afford because back then comic stores were super expensive mm-hmm. so um i don't know i just started getting some money and then one day I think I picked up like um, it was like a, a graphic novel, like reprint for the X-Men from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And I read it. And I thought it was awesome. And then I just started collecting from there. Like I wanted to read the full story. So I had to start buying the original issues. Wow. And my dad gave me his collection. My stepdad gave me his collection. And mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm surrounded by crap. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of storylines and characters are derived from um, like dark fantasy and adult ideas. For mm-hmm. instance, like I didn't know Deadpool was like pretty much the character that he was until like I seen the movie and I was like, wow, this is rated R. Was oh, he yeah. like that in the comics? Did did like a, a lot of like movie companies did they exaggerate yeah. the storylines and change them up, or or is there anything true to this? Like the Dark Knight, I think was so successful because I think it was true to the original story. I'm not sure. You yeah, know I mean, I mean am I like Deadpool? That's a good example. I, it mm-hmm. it wasn't as as like dirty as the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie like it doesn't need to be Deadpool doesn't need to be rated R. You can make him PG thirteen and it would still yeah. be. But they kind of took it and ran with it, and I think it was fine because the movies were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that is a character that like there were always innuendos and things like that, and he was always kind of a perv. So <laughs> it, like, I thought that was a faithful adaptation, even though mm-hmm. they did stuff. Um, and like Dark Knight too, like especially like the the first one, Batman Begins. I was watching mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And like they took that origin of Batman, in my opinion, they made it better. They made sense of it. So mm, yeah, that's probably the more underrated of the three. I think probably yeah. the the best. I know everyone loves Joker and Heath Ledger. In my opinion, like the two thousands were it was one of the best decades actually, which I don't think most people were aware of. Like mm-hmm. the two thousand Marvel before Disney bought them, they were really like going all out with just doing a lot of interesting stuff and taking characters in different directions. Mm, that's right. Disney and, bought out a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Disney bought Marvel. I think it was like two thousand eleven or something. Wow. And so I mean. It definitely was a progressive thing, probably mm. uh, like getting worse in terms of story quality as far mm. as the actual themselves go. Mm. And now that it's like all in with Disney, I think it's just kind of become like a money grab and sort of like yeah, weird. Yeah, like they do like they do like stunts almost like for attention to try to get like controversy and, and sales and mm. it's it's very contrived and, and very bizarre. I think. Yeah, and and I feel like. Uh, they're, they're just something like like digging for characters sometimes and like i'm like who's yeah. this guy and why is his story even that important and, and yeah I think, yeah well well the movie rights it's interesting because like if you look at the characters they actually have the rights to they, they don't have they don't have the rights to a lot of the popular characters that oh really yeah like they just recently acquired the x-men like five years ago and surprisingly they haven't done anything with them wow i didn't know that yeah, so like Spider Man is Sony, so all of his, all those Spider related characters, even some of the ones that aren't directly related to him, mm-hmm. kind of got grouped in with Sony, so they can't use all of those. So that's why the Spider Man movies are kind of like their own take on Spider Man. Oh. Um, and and, and they're no like Hulk, I think. And if you watch like Hulk in those movies, they don't record mm-hmm. correctly. And I have this theory that it's because they don't really own them, so they just don't want to make them that cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's I. so interesting. Yeah, so like if you look at like the Eternals, like they did a movie about them. I don't know if you saw that, but who was in that? It was like a group of like twelve characters, um, and I think Angelina Jolie was was one of them. Oh God! Yeah, it, it didn't do well, and and mm. 
a while. And I think it's because essentially like those characters are like Z list. Like <laughs> after like 10 issues, like nobody bought it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they do stuff like that. Cause they're just trying to reach with what they have. And I think also like having that shared universe where they try to connect everything. That's, that's a problem because you know, you kill off characters and they stay dead. So like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I, I don't know. It's... What are you going to do now with Iron Man? You can't, use... <laughs> yeah, he's a cash cow. Uh, uh, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed the original Iron Man actually. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, uh, I I I know I think John Favreau directed them. He's kind of like Disney's saving grace because if he went from Iron Man to the Avengers, but he also did the Star Wars yeah. series. And uh, I don't know. I I, have, uh, I didn't see I, the Star Wars stuff honestly, so I I heard it was good, but yeah, it's weird. Like with Star Wars, I have like a love hate thing. Like I enjoyed, I actually kind of enjoyed like the Han Solo movie that they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm of the other ones but it's just it's hard because they, they put out so much stuff and it's like hit or miss but i mm. i like him because i mean he did i think he did the daredevil movie too with ben affleck 20 years ago oh yeah I remember before, that. yeah before it was like a thing so i think what stands out to me most is just the incredible shape these actors have to get in to make these movies i meant to ask you since you're a bodybuilder the different fads going around there's like a cold plunge bath and only drinking <laughs> water for 72 hours <laughs> Uh, do you have any like workout tips or like just nutritional, um, advice for the overweight nerds listening to my show right now? (laughs) Like myself, (laughs) (laughs) you have to find what's sustainable for you. um, Yeah. What, what is going to get you to your goal? But like Mm. a lot of things are just like crash diets or like, you know, like you said, like fads Mm. or extreme things that aren't necessarily going to make a difference. Like a cold plunge, like. If you like cold plunging, because because maybe it makes you mentally stronger and you enjoy, mm-hmm. it, go for it. If you like running, because you know you just like running, go for yeah, it. Yeah, but you got to be mindful. You know, depending on what your goal is, if you're trying to lose fat, you, it's really calories in versus out. So that's really the main. Mm-hmm. Point. You know, you got to really be careful for what you're eating, and you got to watch and make sure enough steps in with cardio too. Yeah, cardio is so important. I I, I go to the gym sometimes, and I'm like. I know it's routine, and, you know, I just get bored of doing repetitions sometimes, and I'm yeah. just staring at other people, and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? And just driving there and back, I'm like, I could have yeah, done no. something more productive. Yeah. No, but I, I, no. I appreciate the fact that you have, like, a home gym, sort of, right? And uh, Yeah. Yeah, I've got some equipment here. Like, for cardio, I, I could definitely – sometimes I'll just get it done in the morning, just get it out of the way. Yeah, about- no, that's good. And like I have all these weights here, and I'm like, oh, if I if I was going to a gym, I would work out. But because it's here and so easy, I don't do it. I like I don't know. People just have excuses for everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's, like you kind of got to dial it in. Like it's like any other goal that you set. Like if you decide that you mm. get a master's degree or something, then you know yeah. you got to like, all right, how much time am I going to put in the study? You know, um, what does mm. it take? And you got to be realistic with yourself. Like how yeah. much energy mentally and physically do I have to put into doing this? And yeah. I think a lot of it is mental because um, I remember like watching those early Arnold videos. He's like, man, when I would like uh, pump iron, I would like envision my muscles growing and stare at them and all these things. And I'm like, man, that's not just dedication, but I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a like a like a cognitive like training. And uh, and then when I look at like our country and all the foods we eat and and like yeah. how the FDA approves all these um things that are cancerous and foods and i'm like man no wonder we're just messed up physically and mentally and our our Mm -hmm. portions are bigger than other countries and yeah and even even with guys who work out they're eating too much you know 
uh, calorie wise and they're not aware of it because there's it's so easy to sneak calories into different things mm-hmm. my buddy kind of was just real with me and he was like look dude you got to do more cardio and you got to really track your calories and see where you should be for the amount of calories you burn mm-hmm. that's so true yeah. Yeah. but yeah no so i'm doing something sustainable now like i've been on this diet for like two years it's not really a diet but like i eat tons of carbs and cereal and bread mm-hmm. and, yeah you know i just make sure i'm i'm aware of what i'm eating <laughs> yeah yeah that's good that's good um i want to get into a little something that a lot of people don't know about us for whatever reason we would entertain (laughs) ourselves whether we would go to independent wrestling shows and just chant the most obscure stupid (laughs) things to make ourselves laugh or actually walk into backstage areas i remember we went to a wwe house show dressed up as two guys (laughs) who looked like they were corporate and we legit walked past the police asked him a question and walked right in um explored the back got a picture took a drink from from the from the sports drink uh cooler and we went to we how did we do it? We went to the after party, which is usually the same night as WrestleMania, and this was when WrestleMania was only one night. And for whatever reason, we took an elevator up, and we just all split up into <laughs> and got lost. I snuck into a bathroom. I think you just walked right in. I came out of the bathroom like I, I was on my phone. I walked in yeah. like but we were like <laughs> eating. Prime rib and and fried oysters, just standing in the corner, marking out over wrestlers. Yeah, and so many people knew you, I guess, from NXT. And there was one individual who asked you to stand up because I think he was mad at you, but um, <laughs> you, you solved the pity pretty um peacefully. Um, yeah, man, these were like little goals I had. I don't know for whatever reason. <laughs> we could probably write a book or a movie or something. Yeah, I, I actually am writing a book, so look out for that soon. Yeah. Um, it's just gonna tell tell the stupid adventures of my life and things to just make the just uh, mistakes not to make in life. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, any final things you want to talk about or promote or end with? I guess just my Instagram. It's at Elvis Estrada four point Um, there's not much else to promote. I actually might be doing another podcast um with a guy named uh, Bishop that I'm friends with. He's mm-hmm. a tattoo artist and he lives in uh I think he's in Kentucky now and. Oh wow! We did one. We did one show together, and it went really well. So we might we, we might work on. Oh it. yeah, I seen you like promoting a podcast. I was like, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. You're in high demand to get booked. I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first. I'm with the one and only Elvis Estrada. <laughs> Peace out, folks. Follow him on social media at DJ Khalil. That's D E E J A Y K H A L I L.